What's up, football fans? This is Stick to Football, and we are officially putting the 2018 NFL Draft to bed. I'm Matt Miller, joined in the tiny, tiny room by Mello and Connor Rogers. That's right, buddy. We're back in our little back tiny room. We can closet. fit in here. It's kind of yeah, nice. Yeah, like Sims and Lefko get a studio and we get a broom closet. So <laughs> hey, we started at the bottom, as the and kids we're say. we're still sitting in it. <laughs> we're working our way up. So we're going to start this off by talking about our favorite drafts, one each, and our least favorite drafts. And I'm going to go first. <laughs> I don't know why I set that up like some big thing. My favorite draft was the New York Giants. To get Saquon Barkley, a guy that I do think was the best player in the draft, but then also to get Will Hernandez and to really double down on this identity that they want to be a tough, run-the-ball team. I like Lorenzo Carter. I like B.J. Hill, and I like Kyle Loletta. Now, they didn't have a ton of picks. They had a pick in the first, second, third, two in the third, a fourth, and a fifth. So not a lot of capital to work with, but I did really like the players that they added. It's just Dave Gettleman. All His DNA is all over this draft. You get big linemen. You get a running back. You get some linebacker help. He's It's all there. They hit every hole that they had. Connor? I w- I'm going to be a little bit of a homer here, but I want to clear off the, clarify off the top. I love Tennessee's draft because I felt like they got guys that absolutely fit. Same yeah, with two first-rounders. Yeah, same with the Lions. But when I look at it, I'm going to be a little homer. I loved what the Jets did. Uh, of course. They took a lot of the players that I really liked. It, it was a surprise to see Sam Darnold fall to three. But even after that, I think Nathan Shepard's an impact player. They needed some kind of blocking tight end, and they got Chris Herndon later on and on in the fourth round. And then Perry Nickerson was one of my favorite day three corners and they landed him as well. So, and also the trade for Henry Anderson can go down as a really sneaky underrated move. So I'm a very, very happy jets fan right now. I mean, I'm going to break down all of those guys in depth in the coming weeks, but I think they did so well here after a trade that was criticized throughout over and over again. I think it paid off huge for this franchise. I was really curious to see how you were going to feel about Darnold at three. I didn't know if you were going to like that move or you were going to hate it. You know what it was? The more people I talked to after the pick, they said the the character and injury concerns with Rosen are so real. The fit and and the Jets have a very specific locker room that they've worked to build for a long time. Where Darnold is just viewed as not only being 20 years old with a lot of upside, but just an all-world leader, person, and fit for the franchise. To get give a franchise credibility at a position where they've never, ever had it. Besides Joe Namath, how long ago now? Chad Pennington, man. Yeah, I love Chad, but after that shoulder injury, it just yeah. you know kind of fell apart a little bit. All right, let's go on the other side of this. I don't know. I'll do a winner. My bad. Okay, I'm, I'm going to go so Homer, tired. too, because so they took one of my favorite players in this draft, Malik Jefferson. I'm going with the Bengals. I love Billy Price in the first round. Yep. Then they go and get Sam Hubbard and Malik Jefferson back-to-back picks. They're just solid. They address some needs, and they drafted guys that I like. Puna Ford and Jason Hall signed with the Seahawks, two Texas boys. Does that change anything for you? Uh, no, okay. it doesn't because what they did in the first round was Does one of the dumbest things Rashad I've seen. Does that change Penny for you? No, not at all. Okay, that's good. Good to know. Okay, Jason Hall. <laughs> I hated Jason Hall. Yeah. Good special teams player. That's all I got. Uh, okay, so least favorite draft. And again, this is one of my favorite cities in the world. I love the food. I love the culture, the people, the beer. I hate the airport, and I did not like their draft. The Kansas City Chiefs. <laughs> I didn't get it. I, I just I, I liked Armani Watts, and I liked Wait, and Smith. you trade up for a edge trade rusher up. defensive no, lineman. He's a defensive lineman, and they don't they drafted uh, two defensive linemen in Breland Speaks and Derek Naughty, a small linebacker in Dorian O'Daniel that I who guess doesn't play their goal. defense right. I like their last three picks more than their first three: Armani Watts, Tremont Smith, and. 
Khalil McKenzie, who they're going to convert to guard. I really so. like Armani Watts, but other than that, I'm with you. I don't really like their yeah. draft. The draft that drove me absolutely nuts. Uh, and day three, they did make a couple nice picks, but the Oakland Raiders. Uh, this has John Gruden all over it and not Reggie McKenzie. I thought Colton Miller was a fourth-round tackle. I thought P.J. Hall, who went in the second round, was really a fourth- to fifth-round kind of player. The Brandon Parker pick in round three is absolutely to puzzling. Trade up. To trade up for him is absolutely puzzling with the talent that was on the board. Arden Key is a complete roll of the dice, which is fine, but I just wouldn't expect much long-term with the problems he's had. And they rolled the dice on a lot of guys, and the savior of this class yes. might be Maurice Hurst in and, the fifth round. And it doesn't. Sa- we don't really know if he'll be able to play. Now, he's a stud. If, if, yeah. they, if Maurice Hurst gets cleared to play... He'll be great for Oakland. The question is, we've had this conversation with them about guys like Jahad Ward, Mario Edwards. They like these hurt defensive linemen. Yeah, I love the Nick Nelson pick, but one fourth round corner that isn't ready to probably start training camp doesn't do it for me. Azim Victor has not been good on the field and has been even worse off of it. And then they took a punter and Marcel Aitman. So you had a lot of assets and you had a decent amount of needs. And I was came out beyond disappointed for a team that made the biggest splash higher of the offseason did not really come through through the. But sometimes the splash hire is definitely not the best one. You know? Oh no, especially when you give him ten years and he's not going to do anything with it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, least favorite draft for me was kind of a toss up between the Seahawks, who I hated their first round, and the Saints. I also hated their first round. You give up two first round picks. You use this year's draft pick and next year's to go and get a edge rusher. That yes, you need, but he's such a project, and you had to trade up so much draft value to get him. And I didn't like anything else that they did with the draft. And they're the only team that gave up a future one to move up. Gosh, yeah, and they gave that's just so much to come up for an edge rusher that probably would have fell a little bit later. Or take take Landry. I I loved the way the Packers played the draft and getting two two great corners, getting the extra one. But looking at that Saints pick, you had a guy like Davenport that looks the part and at times plays the part, but. A lot of you know a lot of work left to do with the way he uses his hands to get off blocks. Yeah, that's a big. It's a price. lot of work to do. It's a big price for him. I want to update on something that we talked a lot about on day three of the draft. Holton Hill has signed as a UDFA with the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah, you, well, you got to get him out of Texas. I, I just want to. I want to. I want to break a, a little news that won't be news when this podcast comes out. But I want to share it with the room. Okay, Dimitri Flowers just hit me up, and he's signing with the New York Jets. Love oh, that. Nice. Does he want to jump on this show? Because we'll make that happen. <laughs> ah, that's my guy, man. <laughs> I love that pick. Um, I'm gonna have to send some congratulatory text out because I, uh, if anyone watched the live stream of our draft coverage, I was I was petitioning teams on day three to draft Dimitri Flowers. I mean, that is just, so. That's an awesome. I pick still can't up. believe he did not get drafted. Other fullbacks got drafted. Jalen Samuels, some other guy I'd never heard of, get drafted in Nick front Baldwin. of him. Yeah. I'm very happy for Dimitri Flowers. And they, so you add that on to your he'll, Jets. He'll love. make the team. I'll tell you right now. They want to use a fullback. They don't have a solidified fullback. I would bet on him making He's the such team. a good pass catcher. Yep. He fits the bill perfectly. And he fits, once again, I know we hammered into the ground, but he's a guy that fits the culture that they have there, but more importantly, fits the offense. And UDFAs will change things. And I, I remember having this conversation. One of the first drafts I ever covered, Tony Jefferson, didn't get drafted. And I remember talking to him and just be, he was just like, what am I going to do? Now he's one of the highest paid safeties in the NFL and had a great run at Arizona. got signed by the Baltimore Ravens. So not being drafted is definitely not the end of the story. Well, you talked about it at the end of the live stream. You almost don't want picked in the sixth or seventh round because if you go UDFA, you get to pick the team that you play for. 
only certain teams will come after you, but you're still going to get the choice. It's not somebody picking you. You get to decide who you want to go to. Yeah, and that is, like, there's a lot of value in being able to do that. So it's it's smart. Um, I, I kind of want to, like, put a bow on our 2018 coverage for today, and we will come back and grade these drafts once we have time to, to process things a little bit and, and get home and, and check who got drafted where and things like that. Was there anything that really surprised either of you or in this entire draft, I guess we should say? I was shocked that Danny Etling got drafted. <laughs> yeah. And I was dra- I was a little shocked the Dolphins took a kicker that didn't have a good field goal percentage in college. Uh, those are the two that I was like, what? That That's insane. I mean, but those aren't like jarring things. It's just like, okay, I guess. Uh, I was a little shocked by some of the guys that just didn't get drafted. We talked about Flowers. I thought T. Yeah. Gray Scales. We saw so many undersized linebackers get drafted, and he didn't get drafted, which is really Cam interesting. Cam Kelly at the Senior Bowl. That's that, all anyone could talk about, how he can play safety, he can play corner. Second round talk. And didn't even get drafted. Yeah. It's just to show that like the, the Senior Bowl bias can sometimes be a really real thing where people uh, overvalue that a little bit. And we did see like a run on quarterbacks um, with like Kyle Oletta came off the board. Luke Falk finally came off the board. Danny Etling, <laughs> Alex McGuff. Like, there were a, a number of quarterbacks who who did get drafted. The Vikings just are doing the all-draft uh, media UDFA team. They also signed Hercules Mata'afa as well. Yeah, I, the Vikings are always an aggressive team as yes. UDFA, and it helps that you they were just a successful team. And so, a big splash in free agency. Yeah, so that definitely helps, and, and it's smart to, to be on the money about these things. So I think, like, overall— I would say the 2018 draft was like kind of what we expected. Five quarterbacks went early, and we saw on day three like the drop off in talent. It happened where we were sitting there like, okay, the guys getting drafted right now are actually not that good. I think when you look at it, it was just one of those drafts where you like Matt didn't sugarcoat it on the desk on the live stream. He said, okay, this is a a seventh round guard out of a small school. I mean, this was not a overly impressive draft class as a whole. And I think by the middle of the fourth round, we're like, uh-oh, like all the actual good players are kind of gone at this point. Yeah. Yeah, and and already on Twitter, people are, are asking about next year, which I can't wait to jump into. He, you, we did a little preview on the live stream. Got to see your early 2019 big board. Very early. Top yep. quarterback very early on, Justin Herbert. A lot of D-line talent. That's yep. going to be a lot a of lot fun. A lot of D-line talent. It's insane. Yeah, and I can't wait to get on the road and see some of these guys, whether it's Ed Oliver or... I, I think we just go to Ohio State, Michigan next year, so we can see Rashawn Gary and Nick Bosa just I'm, on the same field. I'm 100. We got it. We'll plan. Yeah. Yes. 100 planning those trips. All right. Now let's have some fun because later in the week we're going to grade everyone's drafts. I know you guys are going to be doing a lot on Stick to Football Friday as well, but we're going to do this where we're going to predict early, way too early, offensive rookie of the year. Defensive rookie of the year, and then we'll give each of our fantasy sleepers. We have not told each other yet. What our picks are for each. So I want to correct you on six football Friday. I'm done talking football. Until, so until they, will, they will not be. <laughs> I'm done. I just, it's going to be a hockey, baseball, beer podcast. Can we until, do that on Wednesday too? Until, until August, man. <laughs> we should just take like a month off of talking about football. Yeah, I'm done. I would love that. We have to grade the draft. After that, I want to take some time. Uh, um, okay. To the point where people would be like, hey, would you please stick to football? Well, so we <laughs> yeah. made a little rule here. We said offensive rookie of the year, you can't pick Saquon Barkley. Mm-hmm. Defensive rookie of the year, you can't pick Bradley Chubb. 
So I went a little dark horse here, and I said carry on Johnson for off- offensive recovery. I love it, man. Listen, Matt, you said it on the show that this is a team with an identity, power blocking. They got themselves Frank Ragno. They got themselves uh, the fullback, Nick Bowden from San Diego State. Should have been Demetri Flowers. Yeah. Should, should have been, who's now with the Jets. Um, listen, I love what the Lions are going to do in the run game. I think carry on Johnson's going to be a gigantic part of it. And I just I wouldn't be shocked out of these round two guys for a rookie of the year potential on offense. I think he's got a chance. Yeah, I like it. Mellow. You want to go? I'm going with my guy, Mike Gusecki. Love I love what he can do with the ball. I know he can't block, but offensive rookie of the year, doesn't matter if you can block yeah. or not. Yeah, you don't get votes for blocks. You can, yeah. You're, he's going to play in the slot. He's going to get up the seam. I love what he can do. If Tannehill can stay healthy, I think he's going to be one of his favorite targets. All right. I'm going to go with my guy, Sony Michelle. I think in New England, he's going to get opportunities as a runner, receiver, maybe even a return man. And you have the threat of Tom Brady. So it's not like defenses are going to be keen on Sonny Michelle. I could see him having a very big year. All right. Looking on the defensive side of the ball. Once again, no Bradley Chubb here, who somehow fell fifth to the Broncos. I mean, playing across from Ron Miller, we expect him to absolutely kill this. But uh, I'm going to go with Roquan Smith to the Bears. I think his tackle numbers are going to be super, super high. I think he's going to be an instant impact player there. Once again, last year, I remember I picked Raquan McMillan as my way too early defensive rookie of the year. And then he, he unfortunately missed the season getting hurt over the summer, but now I'm going the same thing. Off-ball linebacker, a guy with just great read and react and great speed in Roquan Smith. And you took my guy, so I'm actually going to go with another middle linebacker, Rashawn Evans. I love what he can do, and like you love said, the tackle pick, yeah. totals are just going to be crazy for a middle linebacker who's a rookie, so I'm going to take him since you already got Roquan. And I wanted to go Tremaine Edmonds, but I decided I'm going to go a little strategic. I think the sack numbers for Harold Landry will be high enough to get me a win here. I could see him being an eight to nine sack guy. Really could. Um, I, I think it, as long as he's healthy, that's the biggest key. Yeah, but for the medicals check it out. It sounds like he's going to be able to play. It's more of a long-term concern. So I, I'm a big fan of Landry, and, and we both picked Nashville guys. I can't wait to go back to Nashville. Oh, yeah. You know, the, the draft might be in Nashville next year. That would be awesome. I have heard a little inside scoop that it's going to be in Canton. Oh. There's oh. your insider buzz. Though. I don't want to go anymore. Never yeah. mind. So, yeah. <laughs> All right. How about fantasy sleeper? Not fantasy player of the year, because that would be Saquon. Yep. Fantasy sleeper from Deep this draft class. sleepy. All right. Well, I'm going running back yet again, this time to the Denver Broncos with Royce Freeman. They spent a lot of picks on skill players in this draft, and I, I love what Royce Freeman can do, especially if he gets the bulk of the carries in this offense. He was really productive at Oregon when he was healthy, and if he's finally back on track, he's going to be great in Denver. And I'm going to stick with that same kind of team here. I'm going Deshaun Hamilton. I love this guy and what he did at the Senior Bowl. I think he's one of the best route runners in the whole draft. You put him in the slot, get a quarterback that can get him the ball, maybe a running back that can take that pressure off of him, and his catch numbers are going to be up there. Well, this is what happens when you don't talk about your picks beforehand, guys. I went with Denver Broncos wide receiver Cortland Sutton as my fantasy Stick sleeper. Football loves the Broncos draft, but even though none of us picked it as yeah. a winner. Uh, yeah, sleeper winner, yeah. Denver Broncos. But I do like Cortland Sutton. I think he can have a big impact. And, and with Demarius Thomas starting to get to the end of his career, maybe not being as explosive as he used to be, and they do have a proven quarterback there in Case Keenum, I, I think that Cortland Sutton is, and maybe not like a huge year one, but for the dynasty fans out there, I think Cortland Sutton's worth a pickup. Man. Maybe we should talk about how just terrible of a draft John Elway usually has. And shocked everyone totally with a great himself. It didn't go with a quarterback. Shocked so it everyone might with a great out. draft. I mean, you look at it, Bradley Chubb at five, those three skill guys. 
Denver did well. Yeah, Denver did well. And it is surprising. It's one of those things like it's great to see like a turnaround like that where you're used to just shitty drafts from a team and you're like, okay, are they going to fuck this up? And then you're like, oh, and they got Josie Jewell. So for everyone that's going to got four finger Fumagalli. Troy, yeah, Troy Fumagalli. No. <laughs> God. So everyone that's going to tweet at us after this, why didn't you talk about this team? We're going to grade every single draft this week. We just did. Sit Matt already signed. Maybe we do NFC Matt. this week, AFC next week. Okay, deal. That's fine. Okay. That's a lot of teams. But the point is, we're going to talk about every single draft. I do want to talk about something tragic that happened, and I don't want to. I don't want to undersell that word. Two players were drafted, and I did not know who they were. Yeah. Uh, one from Ferris snapper State. And a Ferris State defensive end. Yeah. I should go back through the draft and just recap how many guys got drafted that I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> there, there was one out of Louisiana in, like, the day round. two. Trey Walker. Yeah. yeah. I had no idea who that was. There was a couple. I was up on the desk with Matt, and I was just like, all right, Matt, what do you think of this guard from who knows where in the seventh round? He's like... Well, it's a guard from who knows where in the seventh round. So, <laughs> what do you want? Me to I think really he's say? a guard, or is he a linebacker? Yeah. I don't. Is know. Is he going to move to tackle? <laughs> One time, I completely read the TV wrong when there was a uh, a linebacker taken, and I said he was a cornerback. And Matt's like, he's two hundred fifty five pounds. Does he really play corner? <laughs> I was like, oh, probably not. The NFL loves their big corners. Those so are the bloopers you, you get from the draft. And for everyone sending draft on draft questions, do not worry. We're going to get to those this week as well. After we spend ninety five hours grading the NFC. <laughs> draft which Matt he's so excited to do it you can't even get the smile off his face at this moment (laughs) (laughs) giddy man I am so so giddy uh and it will be fun like this is I live for the like the building teams and the strategy of the draft and when the draft over is over it's like it's like how I'm with relationships. Like when it's over, I'm like, it's over. I'm done. Like, let's move on. To the next <laughs> you ready thing. to move on? Yeah. yeah, let's get to the next thing. And, and in a way, <laughs> in a way, this is like the start of or the end of a year for us. And it's it really is. Yeah. So I want to go have a New Year's party tonight. Yeah. Well, we're going to. Um, it's it's been a ton of fun. Everyone that really followed this draft class with us from start to finish. It's been it's been really cool. People are like, wow, I knew so much about this draft class because I listened to you guys over yeah. summer. And we will do our best to continue that moving into no next doubt. year. I mean, there's already a top 10 big board. I'll have a mock draft coming out Monday morning for 2019. That's a so this shit does not move. stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have bodies in my basement, you know? <laughs> I don't have a basement. That was a joke. Just spreadsheets of people. Spreadsheets on spreadsheets. I probably do look like I work for the NSA. Do you guys want to talk a little bit about next year? I know we ran through some names, but to close this out, yeah, Let's well, give people a sneak peek. Just to let people know, the talk of this class off the top is going to be D-line focus. It, there's just It's a fantastic D-line class. Matt, I think your top four players are defensive linemen and top, an edge. Top three are defensive line. And I think then, you had six in your top ten. Yeah, so and, and this order is just don't read too much into the order of these guys. It's just based on watching their teammates and seeing them, who I really liked. I have Rashawn Gary. Ed Oliver and Nick Bosa basically tied for that number one spot. And they're all very different players. Nick Bosa is a true edge. I think he is better than his brother Joey was coming out of Ohio State. Rashawn Gary, probably going to be a three-tech penetrator. Ed Oliver is just a, a home wrecker. I don't know. He's freakish. He's scary good. But I like Jonah Williams, the left tackle from Alabama, a lot. I like Justin Herbert, the quarterback from Oregon as well. Dexter Lawrence, the D-lineman from Clemson. He is like ranked on potential. He's a huge man. Kind of like Vita Vea, where he needs to show something to earn this ranking. Yep. But I think the potential's there. And then two offensive tackles, Trey Adams from Washington and Greg Little from Ole Miss. 
Draymond Jones, another D lineman from Ohio State, a kid we thought maybe could have come out this year, and then also Cleveland Farrell, another edge uh, out of Clemson who maybe also could have come out this season. God, this is the first year where I recognize guys that were recruits now in the draft yeah. class. When you said Greg Little, I was like, whoa. And I'm going to sick mellow on these quarterbacks tomorrow on his flight Great. home. I'm c- very yeah, curious to hear. a shitty day. Because <laughs> yeah. these quarterbacks suck. They, yeah, like, they're not good. <laughs> last year, I was like, hey, I get to watch Sam Darnold play after that huge Rose Bowl performance or Josh Rosen that we'd heard about for years. And now it's, hey, watch Drew Locke get tore up by a Texas defense. Yeah. Yeah. And then hey, You'll like Justin Herbert. I don't. He's already out on Herbert. I, You're yeah, already yeah. out. Yeah. I have a strong bias against him already. Why? Because he's an Oregon quarterback. Oh, because he cried. <laughs> he can't be a leader. Tell people why. Because he cried on the field. You're the quarterback. If I coach a junior high team and that happens, <laughs> I'm ripping your ass. You yeah. are a quarterback. Well, unless you, you are a leader. Ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You just you can't do that. You can't be respected by your team. Look at Russell Wilson, who's just a complete goober, and his teammates hate him. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine what's going to happen if your quarterback starts crying on a Sunday? Well, I, it's not going to be good. I'll tell you that. No, they're going to be calling for him to get so, cut. So, have you seen a quarterback that you like for next year? Is it? Do you like Drew nope. Locke? Do you like Shea Patterson? <laughs> no, I haven't seen enough Shea Patterson because no one has. he got on the yeah. field as a freshman and then didn't last year. Now he's at Michigan. What about Nick Fitzgerald? Got hurt last year. I so. do like he's he's my my favorite right now Jared of the Stidham? bunch of a bad bunch. I sit him. I kind of like what he can yeah. do. He plays in that weird Auburn offense though, so it's yeah. hard to get a read on him. He's had a strange career. Really yeah. has. He went from Baylor to community college. Yeah, I'm glad he came back. It'll yeah. be nice to get a good look at him going forward next year. I'll tell you what, you can get a pretty good look at a T-bone steak by sticking your head up bull's ass, but I'd rather take the butcher's word for it. And no. we are the butchers. Wait, it's got to be your bull. <laughs> yeah, it, it will be fun. I'm excited about the 2019 draft. I, I'm I'm excited to jump in and learn more about these guys. And and things will change a lot. They'll change quickly as we start to, to break them down. And we'll do that, but we're going to take a moment this summer to catch our breath, to have some fun, to, to I think, try to interact more with you guys. Oh, it's over. And this is your time when you can tell us, like, hey, what you would love to see. Like, what kinds of, uh, of segments do you want over the summer? What topics do you want us to talk about? What guests do you want? <laughs> what guests do you I want? I went on a long rant on the desk about, uh, like, we we always say Obama's our dream guest. You want then, Trump now. Well, <laughs> you were like, don't you want Trump? And I was like, yeah, because we can make fun of him the entire time. It's that so. Jets connection. It's all coming. Oh, God. Circle. Huge. Why don't we talk to Woody and see if he can get us Donald? No, Chris is in charge now. Chris is the man. That's true. Yep. Ryan Finley. That's the one I forgot. Oh, yeah, yeah. At NC, NC State. State. I actually like yeah, him a lot. I like him a lot, too. Yeah, so completely off topic, but those are the quarterbacks that I. Matt's also like. a gigantic Trace McSorley fan, so just yeah. mark him down right now. That's his guy. You know He's what? The next Baker Mayfield. Yep, I was about to say, <laughs> Baker Mayfield went from fourth rounder to first pick in the draft. I'm not counting anyone out of anything. Hold on to your pants, folks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't run from any cops this summer, kids, because oh you want to protect that draft stock. Oh, one just the tip to close this out. Yeah. Oh, let's do For it for real. Scrub your fucking Twitter. Don't don't even scrub it. Delete, Delete it. Delete it. Delete that whole and account over. and start a new one. It's so stupid that you've probably had this account since high school or before. Delete that shit and just get a new one. I All love right. that Sam Darnold doesn't have a Twitter. He doesn't. So smart. No, it's amazing. So smart. He has an Instagram. That's fine. Like, I think I, it's a good flow. Delete it. Like like my kids, if they ever become something in life and Twitter still exists, I'll be like, hey. Just delete it all. Start over. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't Mark Cuban yeah. have like a service that scrubs your tweets? 
Um, you don't want to lose your followers. I think, so. I think it's no. one thing a lot of people are like, I don't want to lose my follower Who account. gives a shit? This is millions of dollars you're talking about. <laughs> millions of dollars. That's it's true. like the whole weed argument. You're going to, oh, I can't delete Twitter because I have 200,000 followers. And you're going to cost yourself $2 million by falling in the draft? Yeah, it's not worth That's it. That's stupid. You want to hear the best name for next year's draft? LSU corner Greedy Williams. Oh, and he is awesome. Yeah. I did get to watch he's him. He's a little skinny, but yeah. Yeah. But he's young. I'm so ready for He's so... Year. Is he eligible? He will be. Yeah. Is he a redshirt guy? Yep. Okay. So that's it. That was fun. I'm glad we got to talk about this year's draft, next year's draft a little bit. And we will be back, Connor and I, Wednesday morning. That's right, buddy. Breaking down the... Let's do the AFC first. AFC. AFC greats. Yeah. And then Friday morning, Melo and I will be back with... Probably not a lot of football. Who Let's knows? To football Friday. <laughs> and I guess it's limited football over the summer. Well, I don't blame you guys. It, I'm going to probably want to talk some hockey. See how my Preds are doing. I know they lost uh, the other night. Want to talk about the Royals? Nope. Nope. <laughs> I, will go, I will drink no. a beer for every win they have when we record Thursday night. And you will be sober. I will be so sober. <laughs> they have five wins. Saving wins. the money. I have drank more beers than that during a stick to football recording. Easily. Oh, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I probably have drank more than that tonight when we're yeah. recording. So, all right. That's our show. I want to say that's it for the 2018 draft, but I know it's not. We're going to grade every team's draft in the following two weeks. We're going to continue to have fun over the summer. So thank you guys for hanging out with us. We'll talk to you again real soon.